You are now listening to the Winner Circle Podcast, presented by Desert Diamond Sports, hosted by Rose Shocker and Jenna D. Welcome back to episode 14 of the Winner Circle Podcast. I am your host, Rose Shocker, and I am super excited to talk sports. There is so much going on. We got the big game matchup. We got NBA trade talk and big performances. We got a lot of NCAA talk to go over. We are jam-packed with sports, sports, and more sports. But before we get into anything, we are now entering the month of February, and it is Black History Month. And we're going to take the time each podcast to highlight an African-American athlete that did extraordinary things under tough measures. The athlete we're going to talk about today is Charlie Sifford, who was referred to as the Jackie Robinson of golf. For much of his early career, Sifford was confined to compete in all-black golf tournaments. But upon the invitation of boxer Joe Lewis, he sought to enter the PGA-sponsored Phoenix Open in 1952. His presence at the event was not taken too kindly, as he received many death threats. Still, Sifford was not to be intimidated. He continued to perfect his game and in 1961 entered the PGA Tour, becoming the first African-American golfer to do so. His career totaled 422 tournaments, over 50 top 10 finishes, and 22 professional wins. Thank you, Charlie Sifford, for your advancement in golf. Arizona, we got a big offer for you. Get ready, Arizona, for an epic welcome on our sports podcast. Join us online where the cheers are amplified with a fantastic offer. Kick off your season 1-0 with a roaring $250 in free bets. As a new player, score big with a 100% match on your initial deposit, giving you up to $250 in free bets. Experience the excitement as free bets are granted as five equal value bets totaling 100% of your first deposited amount up to a thrilling $250. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Let's get into the NFL. We got the big game matchup. How did we get here? We're going to start off with the AFC Championship game between the Ravens and the Chiefs. And I was a little disappointed in how the Ravens approached this game. The Ravens, number one rushing offense in the league, did not do so much of that in this game. The running backs ran a total of six times in this game. And the Kansas City Chiefs was the one that controlled the clock. Isaiah Pacheco wasn't too effective, but he ran the ball 24 times for a total of 68 yards, and the Kansas City Chiefs really controlled the clock, what I thought Baltimore was going to do. Now, Lamar Jackson had some moments where, you know, he hit Zay Flowers for a nice 30-yard touchdown, and it looked like he was going to be able to rally the team, but it was just way too many things going against him. We had big personal foul penalties that really cost the Ravens. We had a fumble at the one-yard line, and the Kansas City Chiefs went on to win this game 17-10. On the NFC side, 
We had the Detroit Lions against the San Francisco 49ers, and it was a matchup that looked really good early on for the Lions. The Lions looked like they was going to make their first ever Super Bowl run as they took a 17-point lead into halftime. Going into the second half, the Lions got the ball back, and they drove down and was at a fourth down in field goal range, and Coach decides to go for it. Well, he caught up a really good play, but it just so happened that Josh Reynolds dropped the pass, giving the Niners momentum and the ball back, and the rest was history. The Niners scored a touchdown on that drive. There was also a fumble by Jameer Gibbs, which gave the Niners the ball back in good field position. And the Niners just ran away with it in the second half and ended up getting the victory 34-31. Now we have our matchup, which we have seen this before. The San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. On the Desert Diamond Sports app, the Niners are favorite at minus two. Remember, all odds are subject to change. Now, we're going to get into the fun stuff. You can make 884 wagers on the Desert Diamond Sports app for the big game alone. Let's take a look at some of these odds. We got the total points sitting at 47.5, minus 110 if you take the over or under. Um, MVP. We got Patrick Mahomes sitting at plus 130, Brock Purdy plus 210, Christian McCaffrey at plus 450, and Travis Kelsey. If Travis Kelsey has a game like he did last week where he got 11 receptions, a touchdown, over 100 yards, he could get MVP, and that's sitting at plus 1,400 right now. Debo Samuel at plus 3,000, Brandon Ayuk at plus 3,300. Isaiah Pacheco plus 3,500, and we got a defensive player on here plus 4,000 for Nick Bosa. Playing position um, of MVP award winner, minus 275 for a quarterback, which we've seen, you know, mainly, mainly quarterbacks win the award. MVP awarded to a player from a losing team. When's the last time you've seen that? If you put in a little bet on that, that is at plus 5,500. MVP award winner to be a quarterback. That's at minus 275. Let's look at some of these fun props. We got the coin toss sitting at minus 103 for both heads or tails. We got some novelty offers. Um, for there to be an octopus, what is that? An octopus. That occurs when a two-point conversion is scored by the same player who scored the touchdown. For passing touchdowns conversions, only the player catching a pass will count. We also have any offensive lineman to score a touchdown. That's at plus 3,300. A quarterback to get a reception. That's at plus 1,000. We saw that last week with Lamar Jackson. Can Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy do the same thing? We're going to have to find out. For a player to have a pass completion, a reception, and a rushing attempt. Again, Lamar Jackson did just that last week. That's sitting at plus 900. For a defensive player to record a sack and make an interception, that's at plus 900 as well. You got player interception props. You got player tackle props. We got punting props, kickoff specials, player kicking um, props. We got first half, second half props, game first, end of game, scoring specials, team specials. There is so much to bet on. It's going to be exciting for all you bettors out there. We always look forward to the big game bets.
Well, enough about the big games. Let's talk about what's going on right now. We have the NFL Pro Bowl festivities going on. We have games and different type of events going on all throughout the week. It started on Thursday, and it's been some pretty interesting stuff. We had Baker Mayfield winning the precision passing against C.J. Stroud. Baker looked really good, and he also did a little dance with Amron St. Brown. We also had the off um, the tug of war event, and we had the dodgeball. The dodgeball was really really cool, but the offense dominated the dodgeball. We had the AFC offense defeat the NFC defense, and we had the NFC offense defeat the AFC defense. It was all about the offense in that one. We also had a cool um, game called High Stakes, where Miles Kilbrook had five footballs in possession. And they used the jug machine to shoot a ball up in the air. And he caught another ball while falling to the ground. Insane. I've really been enjoying the um, game so far. And I can't wait for the flag football. Shout out to the NFL for continuing to be innovative with their games. And try to make it, you know, to where fans can really have fun and um, watching the events. And the players are having a lot of fun. You see a lot of laughing. They look like big kids out there. I really have been enjoying the NFL Pro Bowl festivities. Now, we had a couple of hires go on in the NFL. We have a new head coach for the Commanders. The old defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, Dan Quinn, will now be the head coach. So he's going from one division team to another. That's going to be interesting. And we also have Cliff Kingsbury going to the Raiders as the offensive coordinator. Now, Cliff Kingsbury, wherever he goes, he has had a really great offense. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders do now at quarterback. They're sitting at draft position number 13. Will they draft the quarterback? Or will they bring in somebody like a Kirk Cousins who's a veteran? Cliff Kingsbury, when he was with the Cardinals, averaged around 23.8 points per game on offense. So he is someone that is a great offensive mind. We got my guy Nolan coming through with some big information, something that might help you in a big game. We have Nolan's Better Angle. All right, we have my guy Nolan here with the Better Angle. And Nolan, I know there is a lot of things going on uh, for the next couple of weeks in Vegas. Vegas is going to be the popping place. We got the Pro Bowl going on. So there's, I know there's a lot of action, a lot of celebrities. It's just going to be packed. How are you surviving out there? Oh, I'm surviving, Ro. <laughs> we got our winnings for the regular season that, that we hear on the podcast. We rolled up some profits, and now we're going to blow it all. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. Now, I do want to ask you, you know, I want to talk a little bit about football timing, you know, timing of making your bets, whether you make it bet early in the day or right before tip-off, kickoff. Um, let, let me know um, some of your tips about football betting timing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a good question, Ro. And timing really in, in sports betting and especially in, in, in pro and college football is everything. Uh, and, and here's what I mean by that. I'm going to go back to last week's um, AFC and NFC championship games, the conference championships. And it, let, let's go back to the KC Baltimore game. And, and what did we observe? Well, that, that line opened up, if you recall, it opened up at Baltimore minus two and a half. Then it moved to three. 
A few days later, it was three and a half. Then it was four. Then it was four and a half. I mean, the line, I, I, it's rare to see a high profile game where you see so much line movement and the Ravens money was piling in. Now this is a fa effect that we in handicapping call the echo chamber effect. And if you, you've ever been inside like a drum or a echo chamber, you know, it's basically where the, the sound is bouncing off the walls and drowning out all the all the sanity really. Because you're, all you're hearing is your own voice and the voices of those around you. And that's what we saw hap happen last week with the Ravens. All the experts, uh, prognosticators, people on uh, the TV networks, all the people you read and go to for resources and, and NFL started falling in love with the Ravens. And they start chirping and the echo effect gets louder and louder and louder. And what happens? People start piling in money on the Ravens. More, more, more. And then all of a sudden it goes two and a half, three, three and a half, four, four. So the, the echo effect was deafening on this game. Deafening. And so what what did I what does this have to do with timing? Well, timing is everything because if you like the Chiefs, <laughs> this is one of those spots you want to wait to the last minute. You see what's happening and you're going to get the very best number by waiting until the last moment. If you had if you like the Ravens here and you were observing this, you had to jump on the Ravens early to get the best number. And by the way, we're talking about crossing threes and fours. This is So why am I bringing up an, a, a last week's story? Because the Super Bowl is very unique. Obviously, it's the most wagered on sporting event in America uh, every year. And but we have two weeks. We have a two-week lapse. So on this 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 particular game, what we have to observe are, let's say you go to Desert Diamond Sports and you click on the far right side there and it says uh, props. And there's like, there's not going to be like a thousand props, maybe more than like a thousand props on everything. Passers, uh, I'm sorry, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tackles, kickers. I mean, they, they got the color of the Gatorade. I mean, every, every, you can bet on almost anything, the coin flip. You can bet all this stuff at, on the Super Bowl. Now, here's the key. That's a long-winded introduction, Rose. Sorry. Here's the key on betting uh, on props here. Keep in mind that props is an imperfect science. And the numbers that opened up are usually weak. And what happens over the course of a two-week period, the echo chamber begins and people start chirping and start talking about this and that. And by the time kickoff happens, those numbers are perfect. They're ha that's, the term is they're hammered into place and they're right. So here's, the, here's what I suggest people do. If they really like a prop, if you've really studied it, you have to get early. If you like a prop, bet it early because other people are going to catch on usually and they're going to catch on and then it, by the time you know uh, you were getting maybe plus 130 maybe you're only getting plus 110 you cost yourself 20 cents by waiting or whatever so timing is everything on betting and especially timing is everything on props Yo, that is a lot of information right there and you know i have to ask you are there any exceptions to the rule that you just made yeah, there are some exceptions, and they will not apply to the Super Bowl, but they do apply to uh, late-season NFL games. And I'll give you an example of that, Row. Uh, I have to go back to Buffalo for a minute. It's weather. Uh, if, if, let's, keep in mind that when NFL totals come out, by the way, also on college totals, those totals that come out are always predicated, almost always predicated, on perfect weather, ideal conditions. Now, the Super Bowl is playing in a dome. 
so the weather does not matter. But if you're playing a game in Buffalo or Chicago or Cleveland or Pittsburgh or somewhere like that, weather is always a possible factor, especially in December and into January. So what happens is, is the line opens up, let's say uh, a few weeks ago on a Buffalo Bills game, the total was 43. Now here's the deal. That's the per that's as good as the weather's ever going to be in Buffalo when you're seeing a 43. So what happened? Do you remember the game that was canceled or sorry was postponed? Well, the total as as a storm comes in and a cold front comes in and snow and the total goes 40 uh sorry, 42, 41, 40. It goes all the way down to 36. It goes down to 36. So so had you taken advantage, you know that that total is can only go one direction in Buffalo in December. That total can only go down. So you might as well jump on, if you're gonna bet the uh, 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 the under, you wanna bet that 43 early and get the best possible number. And I don't know why anybody would bet the game over when it's snowing like crazy or windy and all that. But if assuming you like the over, you would wait to the very end because you're gonna get the very best number. So again, bro, the lesson for this week is a long, I just love to talk and I love getting excited about this. Timing is everything. Timing is everything, and I totally agree with you. And you can also apply this to props as well. Um, one prop that hit for me real big, and I'm going to go back to the Miami Dolphins visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. They had the Tyreek Hill receiving yard line really high because he had been great all year. But when you have really frigid weather, you know, you have a team that's coming in there that's not used to playing in that type of weather, and you – is throwing the ball and catching it it's like catching a hard icicle a hard rock and so you're not gonna see a whole lot of action in the passing game and Tyreek Hill he had one big play that was a 50 yarder and after that he that was it well I just have to use uh, I have to say this uh, you you bet the Tyree Hill uh, a prop I have to just say Ro good catch <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Nolan, thank you so much. That was a lot of knowledge and, you know, helpful knowledge that's going to help all the betters out there. And we'll see you later for the Facts in 40. Sounds good. All right. We are going to get into some NBA talk. But before we do that, I got a nice little offer for you. Score big with our double play parlay. Whether you're chasing hoops or hitting the ice, Take your game to the next level with a 10% profit boost on any four-plus leg parlay for basketball and hockey. Craft your winning parlay with eligible hockey and basketball wagers. Don't miss out on the action. Boost your bets daily, Monday through Friday. Just hit the boost button on your bet slip and aim for a maximum winnings of up to $10,000. Your shot at easy money starts now. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Let's get into some NBA hoops where the Suns this week had a tough week. They went 2-3 and three this week. They lost Friday night to the Atlanta Hawks, but Devin Booker has been playing really, really well. He was player of the month for the month of January, and he had a 62-point performance. Now, the thing is, it hasn't really bowled well for the Suns. The Suns play really good when everyone is getting involved. And the Suns did that against the Brooklyn Nets the other night where they had 35 assists and everyone in the starting lineup was scoring in double digits. 
Now, the Suns' biggest problem is they give up a lot of points um, to the guards that come through. And we'll take a look at Friday night's game against the Hawks where you got Trey Young scoring 32 points, had 15 assists. You had DeJounte Murray with 22 points. And you can't do that. When you have opposing teams coming through and they're just draining threes and shooting at a high percentage, you're going to lose that battle every time. Another thing that hurt the Suns was turnovers. They had 16 turnovers compared to the Hawks' nine. And then Bradley Bill, who's supposed to be that strong third option, he went 0 for 7 tonight from the three-point line, only had 14 points. He did have 10 assists, which was pretty good. Kevin Durant had 35 points, and Devin Booker had 24. All five starters did get in double digits again, but again, the turnovers really hurt, and then shooting 37% from the three-point line, um, kind of really hurt them as well. So right now, the Phoenix Suns are sitting at sixth in the Western Conference. They're a game behind the Sacramento Kings. And if they can start putting together wins, they had a nice winning streak of seven games um, in the middle of the month of January. They can move up and possibly try and get home court advantage, but it's going to be rough because you got the Denver Nuggets playing well. You got the L.A. Clippers playing well, and then you got the surprising OKC Thunder sitting at second place in the West, and Minnesota Timberwolves. Who would have thought that they would be number one in the West after 49 games? They have been playing really, really well. Another player that has been playing really well that we have to talk about, last week, Luka Doncic dropped 73 points. That's right, 73 points. It's going to be only a matter of time before we finally see someone sniff 90, possibly 100 points. Luka was on fire that night, draining threes all over the place, getting to the basket at will, and... You know, while he was getting to the basket, he was getting fouled and he was making his free throws. Luka is just a great shooter, and he is a big body that's just hard to stop. And on that same night, that was the night that Devin Booker dropped 62. We also had big performances from Jalen Brunson. That's right. Jalen Brunson had 40 points the other night at Madison Square Garden, where he was announced to his First ever All-Star appearance. It was so cool to see the crowd rally around him. And he was just so emotional, he couldn't even talk. Jalen Brunson, much earned. I can't wait to see more of him. And I can't wait to see him compete in the All-Star game. The New York Knicks, as we move to the East Coast, they are on a nine-game winning streak. They have been playing really well, and they sit at third in the East right behind the Milwaukee Bucks at 32 and 16 and the Boston Celtics at 37 and 12. Now what's interesting about this is the Celtics was first going into the All-Star break last year. The head coach cannot coach twice in a row, so that means that the second place team um, head coach will be coaching the Easter All-Star game. And at this moment right now, that is Doc Rivers who have not won a game with the Milwaukee Bucks since he took over. He is 0-2. So a coach that hasn't won a game coached the All-Star game. That is insane. Adrian Griffin might be sitting at home like, yo, that should be me in Indiana coaching the All-Star game. I think that is wild. 
Speaking of the All-Star game, I cannot wait for some of the um, games to go on. More importantly, I want to see Steph Curry against Sabrina Inoscu in a three-point contest. Now, Sabrina last year set the record in men's and women's for the most points in a three-point contest. And this sparked controversy, hey, can she beat a guy in the game? And Steph Curry, as awesome as he is, has stepped forward with the challenge. They're going to make it fun. They look up to each other, and I cannot wait to see this matchup. Now, before we move on, I do want to take a look at some of the betting odds for um, Saturday night. We have a lot of different games going on. We got the Brooklyn Nets against the Sixers. And remember, Joel Embiid uh, might have a torn meniscus. He might be sitting out for a few weeks the Sixers are looking at um, sitting at minus four on the Desert Diamond Sports app. Remember, all odds are subject to change. They're favored against the Brooklyn Nets at home. The Warriors, plus two and a half underdogs against the Atlanta Hawks, who just played the Phoenix Suns Friday night. We got the Chicago Bulls sitting at minus one and a half favorites over the Sacramento Kings. We got the Spurs home plus 10 underdogs against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We got the New York Knicks, and this game is going to be on ABC. Minus six favorites over the Los Angeles Lakers. And lastly, we got the Milwaukee Bucks minus four favorites over the Dallas Mavericks. The Phoenix Suns next game will be in Washington. It's going to be the last game on their long road trip on Sunday, February 4th. And remember, when you bet Arizona, you can get a nice boost to your bet. It's the Arizona Happy Hour. We've got the ultimate win-win for you. Tune in for the game one hour before kickoff, tip-off, or the puck drop. Lock in your bets because we're giving you a fantastic 5% boost on your profits. Straight bets, parlays, you name it. If it involves Arizona, you're in the game. The Happy Hour excitement lasts until one hour into the match, so don't miss out. Place your bets. Catch the action and let the winning vibes flow during Arizona Happy Hour. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. We're going to talk a little college and we're going to bring our guy Nolan back for Facts in 40. All right, we have my guy Nolan back with Facts and 40. And Nolan, you know, I want to talk about GCU Lopes, the habit. <laughs> they are on a record pace um, to set a, a school record for wins. They're 19 and 2. They're playing really, really well. They've had um, six or seven games where they came back from behind to, to clutch it out at the end. But my question to you is. How good has GCU been on a point spread perspective? Well, GCU, I think the secret is out about GCU now because if you if you watch this team, obviously they've emerged on the national scene. I mean, in other words, people all over the country now know how good this team is. As you said, they're 19 and two, uh, uh, straight up nine and one in in whack play. Uh, so I mean, this this team is 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 on a roll, but people are noticing them all over the country, and maybe more important, row. 
betting markets are noticing how good this team is. And the problem with this, if you're backing GCU, uh, you're having to pay a premium. You're having to lay more points. You're having to lay a bigger uh, 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 number on the money line. So kind of the secret, once the secret gets out, the value diminishes. That doesn't mean we can't make money, by the way, uh, betting on uh, GCU games, and I'll give you an example. Now, GCU has uh, is only nine and eight. They're 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 really crushing it on the uh, straight up number, uh, but they're only almost a 500 team. Nine covers and eight uh, eight losses. So it's almost a 500 record. They're they're not really much of a money maker uh, against the spread. Here though is where they have made their money. The Antelopes have let, have entered entered um, <clears throat> excuse me 11 games this season where they were favored by 500 or more. Now, what does that mean? It means that you're laying a massive amount of money, like $500 to win 100 back, uh, maybe 600 to win 100 back on the on the Lopes. Uh, these are what are called mismatches, big point spreads. Those are the games where the Lopes just crush the, the, the opponents, and they do not lose those games they should win. So this is a team you want to back. This is a team you want to bet on. This is a team you want to lay the heavy lump, heavy lumber, we call it, the heavy price on to win the game. We do not go want to lay 16 points, 15. We don't want to lay the, because their, their record is not, in other words, they, they win the game, but they don't necessarily covered so that's that's the trend that we're seeing with the with gcu it'll be interesting to see what happens as they get closer into march madness and maybe let's hopefully they, they go deep in the tournament or win a few games but uh that's what that's the takeaway bet them to win the game not necessarily to cover yo great stuff again and it would be fun to see them go deep especially with the tournament being in arizona this year could you imagine oh, yeah. all the havocs in the um state farm stadium going crazy the band it will be fun to see yeah it's just been a great it's just been a great you know 12 months or so for for arizona sports all across and here's just another fun story and if you're betting it's even better but you know just just as a fan all the sports the team surprises we got baseball coming up oh josh this is just a, we're, we're living in the golden age bro yes i love it i love it i love it nolan thanks again and we can't wait to see you next week but that was facts in 40. all right nolan thank you for that information and it's intriguing i do want to talk about gcu again gcu has been on a hot start they are 19 and 2 on the season the hottest start that they've had since their existence to Division One, and they have been really, really fun to watch. Their team is led by Tyon Foster Grant, who is averaging 19.3 points, Gabe McLaughlin, who's averaging 15 points. The um, scoring leader for last year, Ray Harrison, is averaging 13 points, and they have been playing some tough games but getting victories. It's going to be fun to see them down the road with us having the nice tournament coming in Arizona. And if they can make a nice run, I would love to see a possible matchup of GCU versus U of A. GCU also brings a nice crowd. I was there at the Desert Diamond Arena where they played um, at the Arizona tip-off tournament. And, yo, their band is awesome. Their crowd, the Havoc, is crazy. 
and they definitely wreak havoc going crazy, just loud, bring a presence. I can't wait to see that in the big tournament. Switching over to the women's side, South Carolina, we mentioned them a little bit last week. They are 20 and oh, they continue to just rock and roll. They are led by Camila Cardoso for 13.7 points. Tahini Payo Payo is averaging 11.9 points. They are looking really, really good. What's cool about this team is they're so balanced in scoring and they are so selfless when it comes to spreading a rock. They had a big game the other week where they defeated LSU 76-70. And they have a nice game coming up against Ole Miss this week, putting their 20-game winning streak on the line. Now, what's crazy about this South Carolina team is their five starters are all brand new to the roster. And for them to be able to gel that quickly shows you how great of a coach they have and how good of a player is to be able to Get that chemistry going really, really fast. I can't wait to see them in the big tournament as well. Another person I'll talk about is Caitlin Clark, who has moved to second place on the all-time scoring list. She is 104 points away from breaking the record. She is averaging over 30-plus points a game, and she could break this record within the next three or four games. Now, what's interesting about Caitlin Clark is, is she going to go to the WNBA? Because of COVID, she has one more year of eligibility. So if she comes back for a fifth year, she can have this record <laughs> almost out of reach for any other lady to uh, try and beat it. So it's going to be interesting to see what decisions she makes. She has, um, once she plays her last game, she has 48 hours to make her decision. So does she go pro? Or does she say, yo, I'm going to come back to college and, and, you know, break that record? I guess it all depends on if her team wins a national championship or not. All right, Arizona, I am going to give you my best bet of the weekend. Now, we're going to look into the NBA right now, and we have, a, we have about six games on tap. And I'm going to look at the L.A. Lakers versus the New York Knicks. Right now, the Lakers are getting plus six against the Knicks. And I think that's a lot of points. Now, again, all odds are subject to change. I'm looking at this on a Friday night. The things could change. You know, LeBron and AD did not play last night. But there's a possibility that they can play on Saturday. So right now, we got the, um, the odds at plus six. I'm going to take that plus six and run with it. That is my best bet for the weekend. All right, everyone, it's time for the Shockers Lightning Topics. And we got some crazy topics that are going on that I want to share with you guys. The Edmonton Oilers are one win away from tying the NHL win streak. Right now, they're going to their all-star break. I think they will be able to do it. The record is at 16 right now. And the Edmonton Oilers have a favorable matchup. Their next game will be against the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Golden Knights have kind of struggled of late. I see the Oilers breaking the record in Vegas. Adam Silver has signed a contract extension. I think that is amazing because I have loved the job that Adam Silver has done. And I can't wait to see more of him and, and all the innovative things. We got the in-season tournament now. Adam Silver has been great for the NBA. 
the Lakers are flirting at 500. It's got me a tad bit worried, but I'm waiting to see what type of moves they make at the trade deadline so that they can bolster that team. And I can see the Lakers going on a strong playoff run like they did last year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the cover athlete of MLB The Show 24. He was the home run derby winner last year, but there is that cover athlete curse. I hope that doesn't happen to him, and I hope he has a great year this year. And we got spring training coming up. I cannot wait to go to Camelback Ranch and watch the $1 billion baseball team, the LA Dodgers. They're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to have a lot of pressure to win now. If you spend a billion dollars on anything, you want to see results. That is episode 14 of the Winter Circle Podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Winter Circle AZ and at Desert Diamond Sports. I hope you all have an awesome weekend and good luck betting. I'll catch you guys next week. Peace. The Winter Circle Podcast is brought to you by Desert Diamond Sports, Arizona's only locally owned sportsbook. Bet local, win local.